Hi, dreamers. This is Lucy, and welcome to another episode of the Self Made Expats with Lucy Jan, where I interview expats from all across the globe to share their inspiring and motivating stories. Today, I'm here with Matthew Zales, the co-founder of Palma Co Living. Matthew was born and raised in France, and in 2020, he moved to sunny Mallorca in Spain and opened Palma Co Living, a conscious co living place for remote workers and digital nomads. In the past 12 months, Palma Co Living opened three premium co living properties in Spain and hosted 150 international remote workers. And now they're looking to expand,、uh, extend towards 10 sunny global locations in the next 24 months、uh, for the remote workers community. Before he opened Palma Co Living, he worked with management teams for global luxury groups in the hospitality, real estate, and digital media industries.、Um, and he also created a French startup called Luxury. Luxury Technologies, which was incubated at Station F, world's biggest startup companies in Paris. I am a huge advocate of remote work and absolutely love digital nomad life. So I'm super excited for today's interview.、Uh, welcome to the show, Matthew. So happy to have you here today. Thank you, Lucy. Nice to see you. Yeah, nice to see you. So, I have a lot of questions about Palma co living and、uh, remote work and digital nomad life and stuff like that. But I want to kickstart off with your entrepreneur journey, which started back in 2016. So, I saw that you founded、uh, Luxury Technologies,、um, a consulting agency acting as a supplier of luxury high tech properties in France, I believe.、Um, Could you share with us why you started this business? And also, I'm curious like, did you always know that you wanted to be an entrepreneur one day? <laughs> yes, indeed. Okay, thank you for, for your question. And definitely,、um, I can tell you what, what, how did I start actually. For me, it all came、um, because of my previous experience. I did like this.、Uh, Business management school、uh, specialized in、uh, luxury hospitality and luxury brands management. And I was really like into this uh, uh, tech. I was always has been like a geek and also,、oh. also like the nice things,、uh, the luxury materials or just relative like experience, looking like a premium experience. And so、um, I also always loved to travel. So I wanted to. To, to join like a、uh, uh, tourism industry or at least hospitality industry where I could travel、um, into the premium or luxury uh, hostel on hotels, you know. So,、um, my different experience from,、uh, from the past didn't、uh, lead me to、um, be super happy by being an employee, let's say,、uh, with a management experience. So, I decided to take my hands.、Uh, Uh, I mean, take over the whole things and,、uh, and try by, by being an entrepreneur by myself. So,、um, just my thesis during my,、uh, my MBA was, was about subjects that I would love to, and it was about mixing technology and luxury together. So, once I've, I finished、uh, my, my MBAs and I was ready to, to kickstart this、uh, project as a startup. And、uh, basically, I just、uh, started a marketplace where I could showcase 
luxury tech products such as um, the Apple Watch um, made by Hermes it was kind of an wow. example. Or wow, just, really? Uh, wow. Yeah, just as a marketplace. So um, oh, wow. having some nice fancy tech products made with wood or leather, uh, eco-sustainable um, materials and crafts could be funds with uh, with different uh, luxury materials. It could be a power bank, battery, uh, anything related. Um, so I was just a uh, marketplace at the beginning and we have been into different uh, media. So it was really helpful to have a nice, um, nice communication, but uh, definitely not enough at this point to sell uh, high price online. Uh, mm. So, I mean, 2016 wasn't so, um, you know, it wasn't everywhere to, to buy uh, luxury stuff online. You, you wasn't really the, the kind of the, the trends. Mm -hmm, <laughs> so yeah, it was true. kind of hard to sell uh, high, high items. Uh, so the second year, we just switched into a brand. So we started our own brand uh, named Maison Z Paris. And then mm -hmm. basically, uh, we have found some uh, in, in Asia, in, in Hong Kong, some nice providers with a new tech product. And one of them was a power bank battery. So, you know, a small power bank battery, so who can charge your phone anywhere. And we made it with a French craftsmen with a luxury uh, material such as wood from uh, uh, eco-responsible wood from uh, from from different forests um, protected oh. for and on the other guys uh, we have we have done like a, um, what's the name a vegan laser which is a pineapple laser um, you know kind of similar eco materials so we started this brand we had also good communication mm -hmm. and after thanks to this we made a crowdfunding campaigns it didn't work out so uh, we were like okay what should we do then and we had these luxury brands uh, starting to contacting us because they wanted us to make the same for mm. them to, to target new generation of customers, uh, like a collection of uh, products, uh, tech products related to their industry. And this, this is the third year about where we started to be consulting company where we could bring uh, everything uh, in a package between luxury materials, eco-responsible one, to specific uh, new tech products uh, with specific consultants into this field. And all together, we were like advising luxury groups. So three years and it uh, was good, uh, good example to, to learn a lot from uh, how to build a startup. We were in incubated in Station F, uh, one of the biggest incubator in, in the world. It was really good uh, support, nice, uh, nice, uh, you know, nice startup and entrepreneurs around. And but but, you know, it's like all of, mostly about the cash flow as a startup. And even if we have found a couple of investors, it wasn't enough to wait mm -hmm. for the big decision from uh, huge luxury brands, uh, because every project were like kickstarts. Mm, almost half, half a year or one year later you you were starting mm. and so the brief you know uh, the draft so took a while and not enough cash flow so uh, lead me to take a decision um, and to 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 being like a, a freelancer for the digital project and keep doing what I, I was the, I liked the most so 
step by step. That was that was the story about luxury technology and then leading me to to other stories. Wow. I think that luxury technology is such a like I think a quite niche market, but I think um especially people who love like I know like a lot of like you know people love like some people really love luxury items. I think they really appreciate uh your your marketplace because it's not really easy to find those like luxury technologies like easily. And I don't know, especially, you know, back in 2016, I guess. Yeah. Yes. Could be could be still working now, but we yeah. decided to close <laughs> it anyway. So it was maybe too early stage uh, a few years before. <laughs> so yeah. it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> now yeah. there is <laughs> there is many other platforms doing so, I guess. Yeah, because yeah, I understand because like back then, yeah, I agree with you because back then like selling luxury, like even like purchasing some luxury goods online is not very common. But now it became like, like, more common. I guess I don't know. Yeah. Yes, I I, definitely. I, I, I mean, yeah. this is and let, last years we have seen a lot of, um, lot of kind of luxury and fancy products already sold mm-hmm. online easily. We are becoming more digitalized anyway, so mm-hmm. it's way easier, I guess, to to sell high end product even even so on Amazon and every big marketplace. We can we can sell a lot of this kind of items, I guess. Yeah, I think uh, this, yeah, your luxury technology company is a great, great idea and great company. Um, so yeah, you mentioned that like you, 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 you had to make a decision to, uh, you know, close, you know, close a business. Um, what, what were some biggest lessons that you learned from your first entrepreneur journey? And, and do you have any advice to give to first time entrepreneurs? Yes, yes, for sure. Um, for me, I'm, I mean, the first the first one is about um, making sure to find some support and people that that will um, you know um, help you uh, during your journey. So it could be new associates, uh, it could be a new team partners, new uh, investors, um, a- anyone that could. Uh, that may like your vision and and mm. help you to execute uh, your vision. Uh, that's that's the first advice because uh, it's it's not funny to do anything by your own and it's it's always better to share. You know, sharing is caring, as we always said, and um, better together than just alone for sure. And then, um, having said that, with more skills, it's also it's also faster to grow. Um, more skills on the and on in the company, or for for sure, it's making huge complementarity and giving you more access to grow. And I would say also having more cash on the table uh, by uh, business angels, uh, friends, family, or friend of friends that mm. uh, that believe in you or your project. That will always be helpful because you will need it. Uh, in, if you want to scale after uh, you have your first customers. Um, and then, of course, failure is a key. I mean, <laughs> everyone <laughs> should fail. So it's like like we said, embrace the failure because it will give you uh, it will give you everything you need to 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 success later because mm. otherwise you cannot really learn, right? So yes, that's my main advice uh, for sure. And then the last one, the not 
I mean, not the least, um, um, is like about the alignment, you know, mm. uh, it could take a while before, uh, before seeing the light. And in that case, if you're not aligned with your own project, um, it cannot work. At some point, you will you will just vanish and disappear because you're not you are not motivated enough. You need mm. huge motivation to make it happen. And personally speaking, after three years fighting and fighting over and over, I was fighting for my freedom of being an entrepreneur, for my freedom to not uh, come back to the um, as an employee after yeah. my 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 experience. So. Um, I wasn't really fighting for my alignment, uh, but mm. more for this freedom. And at the end, what I learned after just uh, after one year after this uh, startup, one year and a half, then I was just uh, quitting everything from Paris, going to Spain, looking for my alignment. For me, one of the key was to work in a nice and pleasant place next to the seaside was my dream in a sunny mm. place to get sun i was tired of this gray <laughs> gray weather in <laughs> paris and and this this people a bit moody and not so smiling you know it's just mm. i was looking for kind of uh, good vibes for sure uh, inspiring me inspiring inspiring people so where can i find these people when i'm going in a new seaside location and I'm going to co-working space and mm. here I am I am surrounded by freelancers uh, entrepreneurs most of them and then I can talk with new projects new creative uh, ideas can be born and new knowledge can be shared and this is this is cool this is cool cool environment giving you more inspir inspiration and more creativity and productivity and I knew that from there I could start another project I, that I may love, a new mm -hmm. alignment with myself. And having said that, between uh, hospitality market, uh, my personally speaking, I always love to uh, organize events, to connect and gather people mm -hmm. in in France. So I was doing that naturally, and then uh, helping startup as a consultant to build their MVP, their minimal viable product or helping them to grow, mentoring them. Um, this all leads me to uh, create a concept related to these different uh, keywords between connection, humans, real estate, uh, hospitality, uh, events, and it was co-living. Wow. <laughs> so, Bravo. It <laughs> was magic. And for me, I was already in a co-working and I was like, okay, that looks super cool. And I'm going to check out this, you know. And But first, I need my knowledge about this. I already have my knowledge in real estate, in hospitality, in the startup. But co-living is very niche. So where can I get this knowledge? And and I started to look for consulting company specialized in co-living, which wasn't existing at this moment. But mm. some of them were specialized in co-working. So I joined mm. one of them. And I asked them to, to help them to run new projects related to co-living because coming from the hospitality market, I could maybe help them to, to, to add, you know, the bedroom sites inside yeah. the co-working, which is co-living. And, yeah. and they said, yes. So I joined one of them in Barcelona and, and, and then like perfect alignment. Like we wow. always say, like, low of energy or somehow uh, when you align everything's come to you 
Well, uh, I came to them, but uh, a project came to us just a few days after I joined, like a, a huge real estate developer in, in Tallinn, in Estonia. Uh, they, they asked us to build a co-living project of what, 225 bedrooms. Um, That's so, huge. Yes, it was huge. And I was in charge to, to create the project. And so meaning feasibility studies, what is co-living, uh, what is the different co-living competitors in the world, and what could be the different strategies, and what can be built with this investment as a real estate developer to make this happen. So it will have been a mix between hotel, co-living, co-working, restaurants. So it's a big complex. And I started the study. I made like, I don't know, 200 PowerPoint page. Oh, wow. <laughs> and a couple of months of work, like two to three months. And I run that uh, by my own, supported by the team. Uh, of course, I couldn't have all the knowledge. and But of course, as a team, we could work together and I could learn more. And additionally to the studies that bring me a lot of knowledge. And with all of these keys, uh, let's say, into my hands, and I was able to know exactly what I didn't want to do if I would run my own brand and what mm. I would exclusively do to be different. Mm. And this is, was my, my key learning. It was also my, my, my main goal, being some, doing something while being different connecting and supporting people who will join us in the co-living, creating mm -hmm. a community not only in the co-living, but also in the, in the city where we will build the co-living and uh, having some community vibe and experience where you could create meaningful connection. And mm -hmm. that would be the perfect things to, to feel like a family home, you know? Mm -hmm. Wow. So cool. I didn't know the whole like story behind. Uh, but it's so cool that like, you know, after your 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 luxury technology first company, you decided to uh, move to Spain, Barcelona to to find your alignment or like, I don't know, new kind of like value, I guess, in, in life. And then figuring out like, hey, I want to live by the sea. And then, you know, um, yeah, more of a community type of you know, work. It's a, it, yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting. I'm just personally curious. Do you feel like, uh, you know, you're, do you feel like, you know, sometimes our life value or alignment changes or evolves? Like maybe like five years ago, your alignment or value was, do you think like it was a little bit different? It's different from your alignment now or it can change? What do you, what do you, what are your opinion? Yes, yes, yes. I think it can change for sure. I mean, we have the we have our core values and our vision, and and life bring a lot of accidents on the way, happy and bad one. But even the bad one, we can learn from them to make us happy, right? Yeah. So, I would say um, on my side, always thinking for freedom, mm. and that was my key value and my key point. Um, my Kickstarter, and and then after that, while I've I've been doing so, my own first startup, even if it didn't work out, it gave me enough knowledge to be able to run another startup mm -hmm. by doing doing it faster, going faster mm. um, with that knowledge, and also working mainly this time on my own alignments 
with what I will be the best for. So mm. some, some, all my experience mixed in one startup, but not the experience that I, I was like learning on the way or the one that I could develop during my, my business school or my internship. Mm. No, the ones that I would love to replicate, the ones that I was proud about, the ones that I felt comfortable with. So mm. this was my new alignment, finding something that I truly love mm. and that I can do in a daily basis that so far without any headache, nothing, I would do it like a, like a holiday plan, like a weekend yeah. trip. And this mm. is for me co-living. This is for me welcoming people, um, mm. feeling them like welcome in the house in the very first minutes connecting them to other inspiring people and mm. doing even together to 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 know and and know the city well and discovering new uh new top top uh you know top bucket list together and you know creating network and feeling inspired but also um having more productivity thanks to this mm. whole new environment and and growing together thanks to the knowledge but also because of this environment so everything combined together by my my background i think it helped me a lot to create what i was happy with you know and this is my new alignment and it could change it could change maybe a couple of years i will be tired to meet a hundred of people every year <laughs> and you know at some point i may forget the name <laughs> but it's okay. I'm 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 actually like just writing. I'm I'm reading a book to, today uh, about how to improve my memory. So oh. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm tired to forget the name. I like I like people. I don't want to forget their name. But I meet so yeah. many people in months to days. We run a weekly events. Uh, I don't know. We have a thousand of people coming every year now. Mm. So wow. connecting with us. So it's it's good but I need to, to follow up. <laughs> so, I mean, wow. that was just Choco Part. And so I would say, yes, this is an alignment called the vision can, can change, could evolve slightly. Uh, but mm -hmm. once we know that what we do is something we are aligned with and something that we love to do, I think it really feels like holidays rather than a work, painful work and... <laughs> The, the day is going so fast and the, the years are going so fast and people are encouraging you. People are happy and giving you feedback and, you, you know, you, you feel grateful of them evolving. You feel proud of yourself and, and you want to help and support more people. Mm -hmm. Wow. I'm so happy to hear that. Like, I, I think, like, when you really truly do something that you truly in love with you don't feel like you know as you mentioned it's like a holiday you don't feel like you know you're like oh my god i have to go to work i have to work today that kind of thing right um although maybe like you you know you're working but like you don't feel like you're working it's, it becomes your life and then when you're aligned you know um so that's yeah. uh yeah really happy to hear that i'm really happy for you um <laughs> yeah well, it's, it's not only about happiness, you know, it's <laughs> beginning, it's a lot of, of crash tests and, and uh, a lot of, uh, you know, like uh, waves of happiness. 
and struggling a lot at the beginning to make it work to fight for your new alignment. But at some point, if if you're truly aligned with yourself, I believe that it could really work out and come to you as a mm. you know boomerang <laughs> and come <laughs> back to you with uh, with yeah. the, the best, you know. So for us, it took us one and a half year to make it happen enough to create a fundraising tour, having people who involved uh, with us and and give us a bit of cash flow fundraised so to make it happen to recruit more people starting with the first salary and 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 sharing the vision to expand our co-living communities in 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 europe yeah i mean like one and a half years that's pretty fast in my opinion and then you had like a lot of like you know people come to your you know co-living place and it's to me it's like a really like great success like in a short span i guess like you know part of it maybe like your experience with the first startup and your lessons learned and stuff like that all gathered um yeah i mean i'm uh, super inspired after hearing your story and um especially uh your your um your thoughts on your alignment i'm very inspired <laughs> so so uh, i i like to mention that like you know i when i when I found your the Palma Co Living website, one of the things that I was really like, um, you know, one of the things that really attracted me the most was that like I felt like it's not just a co living place. It's just, you know you're actually creating community for the digital nomads and remote workers, and uh, I really love that idea. And um, I saw that I read from uh, your recent interview with. Diario de Mallorca, right? <laughs> that yes. you said co-living is a new uh, option for the new generations that seek to be digital nomads. Um, I really agree with uh, what you said. So um, I'm curious in your opinion, why do you think digital nomads and remote workers crave uh, this co-living space? Why would they, you know, just... I don't know, rent a place and live by themselves. But, you know, for me, I know that I, I'm looking for a co-living place, uh, you know, and that's how I found your uh, Palma co-living. Uh, I was really happy about. So, yeah, could you, could you uh, elaborate more on that? Sure. Um, so there is two points. First, uh, the new generation can be Gen Z, um, millennials, and there is also uh, the remote workers uh, post-COVID. So the first point, all the new generation, um, they are like looking to travel and and traveling the world. I mean, we, we know this. Uh, we were kind of the first generation, 30, mid-30, that started to travel a bit more than the previous generation with uh, everything more accessible. Uh, I, I'm talking about the train, the plane, uh, everything you know mm -hmm. global globalization um so i would say the new generation just after us they definitely love to travel they, they are they, they have the whole digital uh, world into their hands since mm -hmm. they are almost born since 10 maybe 10 years or even less if, if they could have fun if the their parents agreed so let's say <laughs> everyone can work online um, it's it's a, it's open a huge uh, a huge room of opportunity to be able to work remotely. Uh, 
-hmm. and um, and once we know this and a lot of people know that they could travel while working and mm -hmm. and then they will look for a place where they can meet like-minded people yeah. without struggling to meet new people in different events no um maybe they are going they are looking for fast experience they only have a, a few days a few weeks what mm -hmm. they will do they will look for co-working co-living space or hostels mm -hmm. in order to find uh like-minded people you know mm -hmm. like-minded travelers or like like-minded pro workers you know so co-working or, or co-living most of them you will find like-minded workers or individuals mm -hmm. uh, remote workers digital nomads entrepreneurs so this is why people probably this new generation is looking for co-living mm -hmm. because it could help you in just a couple of days couple of weeks to connect fastly with the same inspiring people in the city rather than losing your time to to to, to look for a community and connecting hardly uh, or you know you don't have much time, so you mm -hmm. do it quick. And that's that's where co-living could be a great solution. And on the second point, uh, post-COVID time, well, so much the biggest company of the world, uh, they decided to, to go for remote working. So mm -hmm. they, they, they made a flexible contract uh, in order for their employees to be able to work, uh, even if it's a small time, uh, outside of their comfort zone, um, outside of their uh, offices, which is a great cost saving, you know, for a company also. Mm -hmm. So doing so, a lot of people are already starting to work uh, remotely and looking for a place where they can work comfortably. And that mm -hmm. would be co-working space because they don't want to be stuck in another uh, kind of boring office or in the, at their home. Mm -hmm. And co-working space offers this kind of services and co-living at the end. If you are looking for a new room in a new city or just an extra space, an extra flat, co-living is usually coming, let's say not most of the time, but for for the ones that are the co-living operator looking for good, uh, you know, like full experience as we do, then mm -hmm. they will have a proper setting, a proper working area inside mm. their space and in that case that's a perfect time to not only meet people but also having comfortable working uh, zone mm -hmm. i love i love this idea honestly like you know um yeah i've been you know because like this year i was like i'm, I'm still like thinking and planning to uh you know travel and work uh in spain and then that's how I found Palma Co-Living. And then, um, you know, I really agree with you what you said earlier about that, you know, people, you know, the new, new generation or remote workers, digital nomads, you know, at least for me, like, you know, I want to meet new people, but like, I don't want to just like go to a bunch of networking events and just like not knowing that like, I, you know, if I'm going to meet like-minded people and be inspired and talk about like things that I'm interested in, right? Um, but like knowing that, I guess, like going to a co-living place, like your place, I know that, you know, at least like, oh, you know, I'm going to be surrounded with like, like-minded people. And then, you know, I can have conversation with, and especially when I go to a new city or a new place, I don't really know anybody there. And I think, uh, you know, this co-living place actually provides, uh, 
people like me or dizonomes that like kind of like safety in a way, right? Like I I would be surrounded with like like many people. So I really love it. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, but like now uh you have uh you know Palma co-living space uh place in Mallorca. Why Mallorca? I'm curious. So when I arrived in, in Barcelona, was my first city to create a new journey, uh, my alignment, and working for this consulting company to open co-living. Then it was time for me to decide where can I open my first co-living because mm-hmm. the brand was set up for me. I knew exactly what I was about to do. I wanted a specific house, premium-like, not far from the sea, uh, with at least a couple of bedrooms to have a small community, a nice experience, mm-hmm. and I would create events on a weekly basis so that you don't, you won't get bored and you will mm-hmm. have plenty of things to do with like your new family. And it was about now looking for the great location. And for me, as I was living a bit in Caribbean, uh, in Dominican Republic, then I felt like an island would be perfect. But mm-hmm. I, I didn't even think about the Balearic Islands. You know, I was looking everywhere, but it was just next to me. And uh, <laughs> one day during an evening, I heard someone talking about Ibiza. And I was like, yes, Ibiza could be great, actually. But wait, I'm looking for an attractive city, a, a big place, you know, because I want it to be open all over the year, not being bored for the winter time when it's absolutely, mm. there is absolutely no one which is the case for Ibiza because it's running pretty well four to six months a year. But after all, it's almost like a zombie land. And I don't want this because people <laughs> in my place, I want them to stay for one month and all over the year, not only for a pop-up co-living of a few months. So where can it be? And then where, what is the biggest island of the Balearic Islands? Mallorca. Okay, Mallorca could be interesting. Yes, I remember. I've been a few days for my birthday in Mallorca, actually. And oh. even in the winter time in Palma, in the capital of the Balearic Islands, it was amazing. I had a great birthday time ever. And it was kind of dynamic, you know? So I was like, okay, maybe let's give it a try. And <laughs> then I was exploring a couple of co-living in Spain, Canarian Islands also. I wanted to try it mm, a bit too far away from Europe, like three hour and a half. Okay, very sunny most of the time. In the south, it's perfect. In the north, not so much. Very party vibes in, in, in the south of Tenerife, for example. Gran Canaria mm. was nice, also kind of party vibes. Okay, nothing against party vibe, right? I, I like it, but maybe a mix would be great. And of course, I heard a lot of things about Mallorca, uh, about um, you know, the English side, the German side. And two sides, but they are not in Palma Center. They are far mm. away. So what about Palma Center, which is living all over the year? Then I decided to give it a try. I went to another co-living space, actually, a few co-working spaces. And then I decided to choose it because it was a perfect, um, perfect balance between beautiful Caribbean-like landscape um, mm. The weather, 300 days of sunny and, and on a year base. Wow. And I mean, the people, the expat living in Palma and the mix between the, the whole town, uh, beautiful architectures and beautiful people next to the seaside. Well, 
I think it was a yes. <laughs> so wow. after just discovering a couple of weeks, I said, okay, I'm going to leave you. Wow. And um, I chose to, to move in February um, and I was ready to open my first co-living. So just looking for properties, the brand was ready, the website was ready and starting to advertise about people maybe who wanted to join the concept in Mallorca. And COVID happened. <laughs> <laughs> so COVID <laughs> hit the entire world. And I was like, really? I mean, I really <laughs> believed I was aligned with myself. Yeah. Everything was ready. It took me a month to discover everything. And now I cannot do anything. Well, it's not only about my case. It's a world, entire world in that same case. So... I was actually really grateful to live in Mallorca during pandemic. It's really mm. real to say, but I have been very lucky guy to do so because I was just, you know, going out next to the seaside with a great view, great sunny, great sun. I have like a little terrace shared with Venezuelan people and it was nice. I mean, actually, I didn't have like such bad time. It was the perfect time as I'm a positive guy, I would say to reflect on my choice, to grow mm. by myself and trying to maybe uh, create a little bit of community before opening the physical place, you know? Mm. And yeah. actually, I took this time to start an online community in order wow. to help on a Facebook group to help people to start their own online uh, startup, digital startup. I, I, I grow like a group up to almost a thousand uh, users in a couple of weeks by doing wow. like free webinar on a weekly basis with experts delivering their tips about how to grow uh, on the marketing purpose, on the, on the law, on the accounting, whatever. And uh, my goal behind this community was to, to say to everyone, guys, now you are ready to set up. Let's meet in the co-living and having wow. good good time when COVID is over. And so it took me a few months. And then I did the advertisement about the co-living. And when I found the, the property and when like it was it was ready to reopen the island for for after COVID. And actually I realized that none of them wanted to join the co-living because none of them has enough money to start in the co-living <laughs> because, because they all started their own business. And, you know, of course, of course, I was, I was stupid. I didn't think about this. But so the one who wanted to join the co-living after a couple of uh, advertisement and communication were the one already senior and expert in their field with a couple of years of experience allowing them to afford the whole co-living experience that I was offering in a premium location, nice mm -hmm. villa, nice people, nice experience. But anyway, I just kept this community online to support them. And I always wanted to honor them and in a way. So I started also my podcast in order to uh, support the, the digital nomads or the ones that wanted to to, to start their journey. So digital nomads behind the scenes mm. and and at the same time, um, I wanted to support uh, the local community in every city by opening this weekly event for free so that everyone can join and support and connect not only on the Telegram or WhatsApp group, but also physically outside of the co-living where you cannot necessarily afford you this premium experience in case you just started. 
So mm-hmm. that was the balance that I found. And uh, yes, the, the house just opened and, and then it works very well just after COVID was like kind of going a bit away as we saw it. And, and then the house went super full and mm-hmm. while the hotel were closing. So I, I was grateful to see that the travelers were actually the workers and mm-hmm. kind of digital nomads or remote workers, freelancers, generally speaking. And they were like my niche, my target group. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. You're you're really a positive person. And I, I and you know, even though you mentioned that like the Facebook group, the people in the Facebook group, they technically not the the audience who are ready to live in the co-living, but still I think it's such a smart uh and strategic uh move. Uh so you know, I, I yeah, thanks for sharing. Um yeah, <laughs> I'm just like super impressed after hearing your story. But like I'm just curious, like, you know, you had like um, planned everything out and then this COVID happened, which is just out of your control, right? Um, Were you feeling like, have you ever kind of like felt that, oh, like, should I like not do it or like any any doubts or how did you like? (laughs) Of course. I mean, You know, the French people who say they are kind of confident, but when it comes about startup, you cannot be so confident. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it was just my second startup. So Mm -hmm. I didn't know if I would maybe fail again. No, this kind Mm -hmm. of doubt. I I didn't know if I would find enough good people to help me to support me financially. Mm -hmm. I didn't even start it. COVID happened in all the world. I wasn't sure if, if, this pandemic will will stay for a while no no idea no one knew that so what i decided because i could see my bank account going away (laughs) i mean i wasn't i it wasn't the worst situation to be positive the venezuelan people living with me so nice people they were like working in hotels and from the day one to the day two they were having no job anymore so mm. I was like, okay, these guys just completely lost their whole uh, money and they are living on their saving. And this is the same for me. But I, at this time, I didn't have so much saving, you know. I was mm. just ready to start a collaboration with the property owner, sharing mm. the revenues and the costs in order mm. to not uh, being able, when, while I was starting, mm. to, to, to run all the risks of renting a big villa which costs a lot, you know, um, especially if you're well located. So what did I do? I was starting this, uh, you know, this community online, as I just mm-hmm. told you. And, mm-hmm. and I was also running some webinar. Uh, mm-hmm. And I was like running free webinar as a funnel. And, and if you were interested to know more, I was like also sending my complete training online already oh, wow. recorded. So, oh, wow. yes, wow, but it didn't work at all. <laughs> <laughs> so it was my backup plan, all my training, <laughs> all my knowledge from helping a startup to grow from A to Z yeah. and just putting in online recorded video. It took me such a while. I mean, it took me weeks to, to, to make the framework, the funnel, 
the website from the free webinar to the yeah. to the premium one and everything but didn't work nothing so i was just i mean what works was best was like the, the facebook group and the free advice everyone was looking for free advice of course mm -hmm. and it was fine but nothing working for my my my, my paid webinars I guess my my French accent was was too strong for people to understand, <laughs> so it didn't work anyway. And after you know after weeks of doing so, I was just okay. It doesn't work, so I, I I don't have I don't have the choice. I need to make it work for the co living, and I I have a good feeling. But now it's about timing. Timing is a key. How can I make it? So I started actually to promote uh, co-living, my concept mm -hmm. uh, in Mallorca of co-living and the full events that I wanted to do on a weekly basis for the people who wanted to stay in my co-living, such as yoga, meditation, community mm -hmm. session, cooking dinners, the whole package ah. mm -hmm. that we do in the Palma co-living. And, and I just took but don't say it loud, okay? I just, I just took some pictures, random one from Nice Villa, and I compiled them, and I posted on a couple of groups, and I say, look, guys, well, I don't have Villa yet, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to open this co-living, and I put some nice pictures, and I say, and, and some group picture of me and my friend from years ago, and I say, look, this is how it will look like, kind of. Yeah. Do you want to join when I'm opening? And, and then I started to run like a list of people that wanted to join. Wow. And step by step, I could have enough people that were ready to join, and they were like looking for this place, changing their environments. <laughs> You know, we all felt kind of trapped in our in our flat for months. Yeah. So uh, when it it will be uh, um, ready to open, reopen Mallorca Islands, happen happen in August 2020. Uh, then I I was looking for this property. Uh, thanks to my communication, I actually found a property owner who said, "Oh." I like your concept. I like the picture of your house, by the way. Which picture, which house it is? And, and I say, well, I am actually looking for a house. <laughs> and I say, come by. And maybe, uh, I mean, I have no one, no, no tourists. Uh, I have the touristic license, but uh, no more clients. So maybe you can, you can, you can do it with your concept. And then he gave me the opportunity to start sharing expenses and revenues together by, wow. you know, creating some new concepts, supporting another kind of customers for him. And on my side, opening my own brand. And, and I opened in August and the house was already almost full, you know. At this stage, we were doing only one week stay minimum. And then mm. it moved to one month to create this meaningful experience, a beautiful connection and not mm. being too fast. And it gave this power to people to really take their time, feeling mm. grounded, taking the time to connect and also being more independent in the house. So that mm. was a good match for me and the concept I wanted to, to share. Wow. Thank you. Thanks for sharing all these stories. Uh, and I, yeah, I saw the... the a couple of photos on your website. I absolutely love that. Is it master bedroom with the balcony? Oh my gosh. 
I yes. was like, yes. oh and, my and goodness. And this is, this is true picture, okay? <laughs> 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 Even the people, they are all true. They are in the house right now. <laughs> or oh, they were in the house. So yes, yes. It's, yeah, oh my God, so beautiful. I mean, like, oh, I was like, oh my gosh, like if I can just like work there and then with the sun all day, yes. you know, surrounded by like my people and all the events, the cool events that you're 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 organizing every week i mean that would be like paradise honestly well you're welcome whenever you want you feel like just uh, apply on the website because we we really like to make sure that uh, we have like-minded people and mm. i am pretty sure that you are <laughs> but Thank i am you, i am not <laughs> selling things so we do this selection interview process to make sure that people fit to the values of the coding on the sharing values yeah. Uh, so we only accept these remote workers, digital nomads slash entrepreneurs, uh, freelancers, and some of them could be also employees working remotely, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. all with the same sharing values. They want to be um, involved in a community and participate, mm -hmm. sharing events, sharing knowledge. And, you know, that's kind of the vibe of Palma co-living. And yes, the price starts from around 1,000 euros per room, mm -hmm. per month, all included, uh, except the food, despite the fact that we include some fresh fruits and coffee and tea and all the amenities and facilities. And we will always have a happiness officer on site, which is someone like-minded from the community, mm -hmm. also providing some yoga or meditation mm -hmm. session and making sure that you could connect on the very first day with the other like-minded in the house and being your point of connection and support in the house so yeah opening in Mallorca but we also open recently in Valencia Tenerife looking now for larger buildings and we have more upcoming location in Spain uh, we just complete the fundraising and uh, expanded the team and yes we try to make it uh, you know the little details make all the difference so that's what we do in Palma Co-Living. Wow, super exciting. Super exciting. Well, wow, I love to I love to go. I I absolutely love to go. Um and yeah, I'm happy to hear that you're expand, ex, uh, expanding into other regions in Spain. Like definitely Valencia is one of the places that I was thinking to go as well. So um super super happy to hear that. Wow. Okay, I've got just a couple more questions. Um okay, so we talked about uh, alignment and life value earlier. But uh, do you have a, you know, a mantra, like a value that you live by? Well, actually, for me, it's, um, well, as, as I mentioned before, for me, it's really important to support others. Mm -hmm. So one of my values is like connecting, supporting people. And I feel it's, I feel good to do so. Mm -hmm. I feel grateful that people can can grow their own journey thanks to this. So I love to do so. And also everything related to uh, being able to travel the world. So always looking for um, a way to explore the world, connecting to new culture and mm -hmm. new, new vibes is really important for me. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I would say just... As, as I mentioned at the very beginning of the podcast, freedom for me is one of my uh, mantra. I mean, this is what I'm always looking for. It's just how to elevate my free soul uh, in mm. a way of co creating projects that I will really support and love, aligned mm. with what I'm looking for. Um, and 
and yes, yes, just freedom of, of life, I guess, which is creating your own things that you love whenever you want, whenever you can, wherever you, you, you can do it in whatever place. This mm -hmm. is kind of uh, what I'm fighting for every day. So co-living is a great uh, deal for me to, to do the thing that I love and growing it at the same time in order not only to grow for myself and for people coming into co-living, but mm. also being able to expand my vision uh, in other uh, parts of the world. Wow, super cool. <laughs> freedom is a huge value for me as well. So when you talk about freedom, so I, I can totally resonate with, with that as well. Um, Okay, so last question. So I ask this question to all my guests. So if there is one book uh, that you'd like to recommend to our listeners, what would it be? I remember you mentioned the memory thing <laughs> earlier. but I didn't finish it, so I cannot really okay. tell you if it's so good. <laughs> some, some of them are not so nice, you know, you realize after a couple yes. of chapters. But uh, up to me, I would say one of them that I really love uh, is The Luck Factor. Um, so, luck Factor. Yeah, it's named The Luck oh. Factor by Risha Wiseman. Wiseman, okay. actually, is a funny last name. <laughs> <laughs> so it's the four simple principles that will change your luck and your life. And actually, oh. the book is about how you are not born with luck, but how you can create your own luck. Wow, I love it. I so, definitely want to read this book, yeah. Yes, I mean, this is, it was really kind of a revelation for me. It was like, oh, fuck, this is so cool. I mean, little trick like I'm doing sometimes and I was doing mm -hmm. a lot a few years ago. It's like, you know, um, in front of the mirror, just saying today will be a lucky day. I'm a lucky man. And then tomorrow will also be a lucky day and I will keep this luck all the time. And that's it. And by doing so, your subconscious wow. part will understand mm. that you may be lucky. And actually, also by doing so, at the end of the day, you will um, you will more kind of highlight what could have been the lucky timing of your day. Mm -hmm. Like you will say, oh, wow, I was lucky for this, you know, action. Oh, oh. It happens just like this funny thing. It looks like luck. So by doing so, you actually kind of highlight more this uh, little precious time happening during the day and you really feel lucky. And it helps you to feel more grateful, more mm -hmm. grounded in a way, and, and keep doing the things as a challenge, as a game that could lead you to your journey. This is just one of the tricks of the book. There is many more waiting for you. Oh, my gosh. Wow. I love it. I love it. Okay. I'm going to practice in the mirror from tomorrow morning. The lucky <laughs> thing. <laughs> I love it. Oh, my gosh. I definitely want to read. I, I am going to read this book. Uh, this is my vibe, definitely. Something that I would love to read, 100%. Cool. Yeah. Uh, well, that's all the questions that I prepared uh, today. Uh, where can people find you and where can people find Palma Co-Living and how can they book your beautiful place? Just on palmacoliving.co, C-O. So 
palmacademic.co. They can find us on Instagram. Check out a bit the content that we have made to feel the vibe if they if they like. And they can apply directly on the website. And then once they have applied, we will just simply run a quick call with them to explain a bit the concept, introduce themselves. And then here we go. They can just book the place, one of our place in the upcoming months. And we'll be happy to meet them for sure. Wow. I love that. Like there's a process like that. I feel like it's such a premium experience. Like it's like you're really like, you know, uh, making sure, you know, like-minded people join, you know, Palma Co-Living in the community. Um, yeah, I love I, I love the um, the process. Um, yeah, Thank that's you. it. Uh, yeah, that's it from my, from my end. Anything that you, you like to mention before we wrap up? Yes, I mean, uh, as you know, I'm always happy that people could uh, hear a bit more about the digital nomad stories, as you do on the expat side and many more. I would love to share my podcast, Digital Nomads Behind the Scenes, uh, sharing inspiring stories about uh, digital nomads. Uh, mostly them, they already come in Palma Co-Living, and we share the best tips and uh, best failures <laughs> <laughs> and kind of uh, life life hacks, let's say, uh, not only about professional side, but also personal growth. So always happy to to know that some people may find their inspiration outside of your beautiful podcast. And yes, thank you for 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 having me. Thank you for your time and looking forward maybe to have you uh, one day or another in in the yeah. colony. Of course, of course, I, I'm looking forward to. Yeah, I'm going to link everything down uh, in the show notes, your uh, Instagram, uh, the Palma Coding website and Instagram and, you know, pe how people to connect with you on LinkedIn or, yeah. And uh, also your podcast. Actually, you know, I listened to your podcast. Uh, it's amazing, um, you know, I, especially the first episode uh, where you, you share your experience. I absolutely loved it. Uh, yeah, definitely. If you are a digital nomad or if you want to be a digital nomad and listen to other people's stories, definitely check out his podcast. It's, uh, it's really great. Okay, that's it. Thanks so much. Thank you so much, Jesse. And wish you a happy and wonderful weekend full of luck. <laughs> I'm the lucky woman. <laughs> okay, thank you, Matthew. Thank you for joining us this week. Hope you learned something new from this episode and now you are motivated and fired up to make your dream come true. Make sure to share with others who might need to listen to this podcast because this is something they needed to listen to to be inspired. We never know. Lastly, be sure to subscribe and follow Self Made Express with Lucy John on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. And I will talk to you very soon. Thanks for being here.